You are tuned in to a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I am your host, Dr. Tim Apology. Today's episode is seven steps for an effective problem-solving process. Now, you can model this either to tailor for your current job or future career, or you can just break it down into something personal. Or if you decide that you want to go ahead and branch off, do your own thing and start up your startup business, then you kind of model this. So this is just basically seven items that I'm about to release to my team at work tomorrow. So so I was like, hey, you know what? As I was going over it and studying it, I said, hey, why not just share it with the family on today? So here we go. Number one, identify the issues. Okay, be clear about what the problem is. Remember that different people might have different views of what the issues are. Separate the listing of issues from the identification of interests. Okay, so in life, there are issues, so issues are translated into problems. Okay, so how you would express the issue or problem and communicate that to another person, they might process it different or they may have a different objective view of the issue. And whatever it is, sometimes you have to separate the fact from the fiction. You got to separate the the issues and kind of label them or list them and systematically start to resolve those issues. Okay, two Understand everyone's interests. This is a crucial step that is usually missing. Interests are the needs that you want to satisfy by any given solution. We often ignore our true interests as we become attached to one particular solution. The best solution is that one that satisfies everyone's interests. This is a time for active listening. Put down your differences for a while and listen to each other with the intention to understand. Separate by naming the interest from the listing of solutions. So basically everybody has a invested interest in a thing or a person or it could be themselves. So generally when you have issue or problem everybody who's is involved in this scenario if everybody can just kind of push their personal issues aside and have like a mutual solution where everyone can pretty much get satisfied in. Three, list the possible solutions or options. Okay, this is the time to do something brainstorming. There may be lots of room for creativity. Separate the listing of options from the evaluation of the options. So, Each problem has options or solutions. Either you see it in front or you have to go search it or seek it out of research. Whatever it is you got to do. But every problem has a solution. Four, evaluate the options. What are the pluses and the minuses, honestly? separate the evaluation of options from the selected so basically it could be something as easy as of uh of 
ending a, a, a relationship and you're kind of on the fence. You don't know what to go. You don't know what to stay. But sometimes you just have to get you a sheet of paper and just write on one side. Say on the right side, you say pros. On the left side, you say cons. And then you just draw a line at the middle all the way down. And so basically, if you have more pros, more pluses, and you do cons, which would be minuses, then you say, hey, maybe you want to stay. Maybe you want to work it out. But the flip side of that, what if you have a lot of cons? You have more cons and more minuses than you do pros, and that's something you say, hey, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. At least when you write it down, you're seeing it visually. So your eyes is actually recording it. Also, your brain is actually recording it, and you're actually seeing it as, as a physical uh, representation to where, hey, you know what? I need to do something. Options, it could be a job. Job can be like, hey, I've been at this job so many years. I'm comfortable. I know how the mode, how the flow goes. I know everybody here. I pretty much can take time off when I want. But maybe uh, there's no advancement opportunities for you. Maybe the pace this is the same. Maybe it's a, f- a, f- a freeze or a cap on payroll. Okay, so the options would be on one side, hey, you're guaranteed a regular salary. The other mode would be, hey, I have no room for opportunity, no growth. You'd have to outline what would be your pluses and what would be your minuses. Number five, select a option or options. What's the best option in the balance? Is there a way to bundle a number of options together for a while? Or more satisfactory solution. So basically with that is in life we we are placed with options. Some are good options, some are bad options. Sometimes you have to make a decision and almost immediately here and now. I'm mostly saying that type of thing would be a split second decision something that might be a life-death situation or something that is going to basically uh, dramatically alter your life or someone's life that is close in proximity to you, okay? And then sometimes you just have a list of options to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to play checkers with this. I'm actually going to play chess. I'm going to go ahead and start moving, moving my moves before your opposition, your opponent, or your enemy even knows that you're even moving ahead, or they know, or they're not aware that you know that they're your enemy, okay? Number six, document the agreements. Don't rely on your memory. Write it down. It will help you think it through all the details and the implications problem is when you when you think of something on memory as as the older we get we have the tendency of hey we can we can actually if someone asks us five or ten minutes from that time we can basically recall maybe even an hour but as as time goes on it might be a day or a week you know it's certain things or details that you actually forgot to where you probably need it not to forget so it's always better to document it some people like to use their their uh, t- 
tablet, some like to use their iPads, some like to use their phones. Uh, me personally, I mean, that's cool that you can do that, but I'm from the old school. Just go to Walmart or, or something and get you like three notepads for four dollars. You know what I mean? Get you a pack of uh, ten uh, pens. You, you know, so what I'm saying is always because at least if you do it old school, at least you don't have to worry about not having power. You can just write it down. Sometimes you might get ideas uh, for what you need to do in your work life. Sometimes you need to do it in your personal life, or sometimes you may have an idea that could be the next million dollar idea. You never know. So always, what I've always tried to do, at least in this past year of 2019, that we're about to go into 20 very soon, is I've always tried to keep something around where I can write. Because so sometimes you just get those ideas and you gotta you gotta get them right there. You gotta capitalize on them. You know what I mean? So. And number seven, agree on the contingencies, the monitoring, and the evaluation. Conditions may change, make contingency agreements about foreseeable future circumstances. How would you monitor, m- monitor the compliance or follow through? So in life, you can say, well, hey, I'm working this job. This job is real great. Okay, so what is your contingency plan if your job lays you off or fires you? Okay, so you're depending on this income either is once uh, a month or is this bi-weekly or whatever your pay cycle may be. You're dependent on it. That is a source of income. That is a uh, regenerated source of income for you. As long as you go to work, you get paid. You don't go to work, you don't get paid. That's how that works. Of course, you have uh, vacation time. Uh, what jobs are doing now is you, you know you have the hours. You know, even though you take the time, you notice your your, your, your check is a little bit short uh, because you're not getting your full full hours that you would get for being paid as if you were actually there because they're paying you for time away from work that you're not actually there. So that's more of kind of like a projection of no your time. Most people nowadays is like, hey, okay, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. Jobs forcing you off, or they say, hey either take it or you're going to lose it so most people have second jobs they'll just actually take the time off if they go out of town go on vacation or they might stay at home if they can't maybe their finances is not up to specs so then they'll go ahead and then they'll do their their plan b or their plan c jobs so so that's we'll talk about that in the later later episode so we're going to bring back the the uh you know, the hustle financial hustle series we'll bring that back uh, most likely in season four, we kind of got away from it for a little while. I just kind of wanted to give everybody a little break on that. But in season four, we'll go ahead and uh, do do a saving hustle series, and we'll break it down. We'll break it down. So uh, some people have been asking about it offline, so I'm going to go ahead and bring it back in season four. Since we only have a couple more episodes of season three. I'm just going to finish those those episodes out so I won't bring the Save and Hustle series back until season four. So we have some some treats that I'm working on you guys for season four. It's going to be good. So we're going to go ahead and finish out season three. I love you guys. I thank you for everyone who listens to this. I pray that you will have a happy and blessed day. Hope that if you're at work, I pray that God will give you the strength to make it through your night. If you're going to go to sleep, I pray that you will have a restful sleep and you have a positive day and a fruitful and a productive day and a prosperous day on tomorrow. So 
this is the seven steps for an effective problem solving process. This is a process that you can use in your professional life or your or your personal life. Talk to you guys soon. Love you guys. And I'm out.